good day to you, sir. Sounds like I have Asperger's. No, I just don't know what time it is for you. Is it morning, afternoon, evening? I don't know if you're a sir or a madame. Or a they, 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 or them. A vom. And uh, the thing is, is honestly, if you're hearing this right now, you're probably not going to want to hire my services as an HTML developer or web designer. But you might. But I'm just going to rant about some stuff because... uh, I don't want to rant without without hey a plan for success, but I feel like uh, my plan for success is vague and therefore. It would behoove me probably to brainstorm. I believe it would behoove me to brainstorm more about what I want. And then maybe this will help me have a verbal figurative blueprint for procession towards outcome. Yet, uh, as I begin to talk about my vague strategy... I will be contemplating then, is it worth the trip? And is it worth a try? And I'll be asking myself again, because I have a few ideas in mind about literal goods that I want. And whether or not working for money or working for goods is better. Or just negating my desire and substituting, especially since that's absolutely an option currently. I have no needs. I mean, the only needs that commonly referred to food, water, warmth and stuff are secured and most likely will be secured regularly. And I think that even less is more. Like, I've been eating less lately and, like, I'm doing better probably in some ways. Yeah, I'm doing some ways. In some ways, I'm doing a lot better. Not to get all gross and stuff, but not safe for work is like a new joke of mine anyway because like I'm not safe for work because I don't like having jobs and that's kind of the joke of it all is like I'd rather just continue to swear and behave in a juvenile adolescent way especially if I offend females for they're the ones who wish me to work and labor typically and I'd rather offend them so completely that they turn their nose up or otherwise find themselves absolutely offended until I'm so rich that then they want to come up and then they want to be my lawyer. Although that's a fictionalized expectation of future results not yet evidenced. Although, in real world, evidence of particular types of females have been observed, and it's not just a stereotype. Oh, but I was thinking about employing this one attorney that I became acquainted with if she would work pro bono towards absolute um, what would you call it well tort of fraud proceedings against New York State I represent California Republic currently 
and with no animosity towards the general populace of the greater New York area or the state, the citizenry, the civilians of the state, the gangsters who run city, county, port, authority, etc., are compromised by foreign invaders as well as a Jewish mafia that has conspired against the rest of us, essentially, inflating the dollar and using fraud and manipulation and apparent murder regarding the events of September the 11th, 2001. An attorney I've made an acquaintance of happens to be from Five Boroughs, fifth generation New York. She looks Italian. Not that she necessarily has pull or sway over anybody, but if she wished, she might be able to flip the entire nation state against the Jews who did 9-11. Someone like her might actually be able to function for me. And trillion dollar returns are not impossible to imagine if I had the security to proceed forthrightly with legalese. Current precedent has been administered against, but template Template for failure has been observed, but template for appeal, appeal to the greater populace, especially in cyberspace, to find the tort specifically by specialized jurists, attorneys, to proceed against New York for fraud and failure to prosecute appropriately the actual crooks and criminals who did 9-11. There was actually no investigation and the inflated monetary supply that has then flooded the terrain of North America has been a huge fraud. Huge fraud. I guess it could be a class action suit. It could also be a state versus state international commerce, excuse me, uh, interstate commerce tort. I don't want to defame and get into uh, teasing right now, but we don't have... California politicians that are substantial enough to declare for us, but we, the people of the California Republic, are what they say the sixth largest economy, and if she wishes to work for me pro bono, she can go and try to file fraud charges against the state of New York for failing to investigate 9-11. And procession towards that outcome is beginning to occur anyway. Briefly, uh, fire marshals outside of Queens in the state of New York, jurisdictionally, are proceeding then against the fraudsters who did. They opened up a citizen grand jury. Also, architects and engineers for 9-11 Truth have sued the FBI, which I think is a notable occurrence. While... FBI has presided over bio-warfare against political adversaries and has shown itself to be captured. Evidence of decent FBI agents and head of investigations has been observed, although the whistleblower Richard Lambert left the FBI in order to, well, not necessarily in order to file a lawsuit against the FBI, but he did live to tell the tale and uh i don't know how exactly that happened i don't know how the deep state or whatever didn't assassinate him 
for talking, but he he may still live. His lawsuit alone is like astounding, revelatory, yet does not necessarily cause or engender hope of fiscal return for tort pursuit or pursuit of tort for punitive. If, if he has achieved any kind of punitive damages against the FBI, contact me at 415-483-5779 so I can let this Italian woman from Jersey or New York get excited about the money. Otherwise, what was that? Um, safety or grand return for uh, virtuous proceedings against wrongdoers in other jurisdiction. Something I feel like I've retired from, but the outcome for my pursuits I don't think was ever related to fiat spendable unit. It was for safety in terrain, as well as uh, idealistic expectation of concept of justice for the settlement or not just domestic tranquility, but peace of mind for all participants to know that absolute corruption and domestic tyranny in this land would not be permitted. Failure of all agencies to secure restoration of justice against domestic tyranny or coup d'etat on September the 11th, 2001 has led to persistent difficulty for aspirations of subjective individual CEO, otherwise known as this guy who might have, might have been willing to aspire towards ordinary IPO and NYSE and all that. But on a side note, look at what happened to Travis Kalanick and his mother. And if that wasn't a hostile takeover with absolutely dirty tricks that led to death, it appeared to be as it was in the midst of a, not a proxy battle, but maybe a LYFT Ben Horowitz procedure with accompanying defamation from Recode, NBC Universal, Rockfest against Travis Kalanick with specious use of sexual harassment defamation tactics as the preferred form of disruption and apparent relationship of the death of Bonnie Horowitz and the injury to his father as well in the middle of what was a major attempt to oust him on record as attested to constantly. But one rare or two rare analysts analysts have actually published the theory that they killed his mom. It wasn't just I. And by the way, that tall Texan who looks British to me, but he's a long, tall Texan, got the founder's shares of Travis Kalanick as the IPO occurred. So having founder's shares and being assertive and aggressive and publishing Ayn Rand avatar on your Twitter, as Travis Kalanick did, I've heard, 
literally I've heard on podcasts and situated that into my own cognition of what is actual and what is the real threat to the capitalists or the entrepreneur. The real threats are awful, horrible, and there is no justice in this terrain. And the judicial industrial complex, to name a gang of agencies that operates essentially like the military industrial complex to secure its own existence with no allegiance to outcome is hideous and dangerous and used against clever rivals to the New York City settlement regime. All settlements, this was news to me, I cite Max Kaiser, Russian propagandist trollbot, as a source that all global financial transactions are settled in New York, except for likely Sudan, North Korea, Iran, and perhaps a couple other territories not controlled by Rothschild's central bankers. As understood by the general consensus of anonymous truth researchers, this meme may or may not be true, but I provide it as a rationale then for uh, a certain subjective understanding of likely potential. So, if NYC settlement, to be referred to then as NYC settlement monopolization, occurs under Charles Cifius Schumer, C-F-I-U-S, and he aggresses against Ant, crypto shares, buying MoneyGram, if Ant was the same as the crypto that I once held on liquid or liquid.io. I briefly held ANT. And I think it's not Jin Yang. It's uh, Jin Yang at Bitmain. Who is it? Is it? No, Jihan Wu. I think it was Jihan Wu. He may have been the guy behind Ant. And so function in finance, when I say fungibility, I really just use a word that's like known as jargon to me, which is just jargon. And I use it in slogan then to declare that without even knowing what it means. Fungibility is like aggressed upon and function is aggressed upon by the gangster Chuck Schumer. It appears to me that Cepheus is being manipulated by Chuck Schumer. And I may be wrong about that. It just seems like it's him. And then the other action of Cepheus against Huawei, Huawei phones has been noted as a monopolistic practice against an operating system that does not have promise backdoors in the back of Pimp, Andy Rubin's defeated Android OS available to Israeli programmers with so-called backdoor into everybody's lives for 
massive blackmail ops against all participants that use Android, as well as surveillance capitalism against programmers and users, big data, ad tech, mafia, whatever, so-called domestic security or domestic tranquility procedures against individuals without their permission or knowledge, really, or their consent. They just give us these phones, but they, they're insecure, and there's back doors at the back. Whatever it actually is, Huawei was expected then to have a more secure back end and ZTE. Any Chinese phone with a different OS that wasn't so leaky and controlled by Jerry Rubin, if that's his name, Android, owned by Google, Hyas, Hebrew Immigration Aid Society, Sergey Brin, Soviet agent, and his in-law or former in-law, Susan Wojcicki, Palo Alto, Jewess, dominator of ideology. Whether or not she is benign is irrelevant. The control over consciousness is manifested by Alphabet Holdings and her expectations as mom. Mom of America has affected ideology and intelligence transmission and information. Whether or not I am a patriot or if I was is almost irrelevant. Total information awareness as run by Alphabet Holding Company is, you know, catching up with itself, I think, and disgusting and odious. I would advocate for antitrust proceedings against Google et al. and Alphabet and Android and YouTube. But my perspective is that regulation against the Jews by other Jews is just going to create, like, more captured situation, it seems to me, and I don't know much about Microsoft antitrust proceedings of two decades ago or whatever, that the veritable or the actual antitrust proceedings itself maybe manifested the forced opportunity to allow Google to come to be. And how was that? How, how did that occur? It was through regulatory insistence or demand that Microsoft not continue to dominate. Am I wrong? So Jewish regulation against, probably was Jewish regulation against Microsoft for who else runs the judicial industrial complex? Has it changed? And the House of Representatives. Over-representation of Jews in front of every single particular agency of importance, as well as access to grants to go against white supremacists, to go against terrorists, to force competition, they banned the monopoly Microsoft and then enabled their monopoly. So why regulate a new monopoly? What's What will that engender? Instead, I advise people to swipe left figuratively on five websites. I don't want to cite them right now, but I don't even want to say their names. Five Jewish social media websites and one or two search engine style holdings and whatnot. Find them to be irrelevant in your life. It's actually just a boycott. And by the way, the Israelis, APEC, AIPAC, whatever, have actually tried to legislate anti-BDS legislation. And I, there's many critics of that, I do believe. And then it would be kind of a waste of breath to like over-amplify my 
anger and resentment that Israelis are seeking to ban Americans from choosing which companies they will use. Are there shakeups in Likudnik organization? Is Netanyahu on his way out? Does Sarah Netanyahu and her hysterical antics, is she actually in charge of Bibi Netanyahu? Does she actually pick the cabinet members of the Likudniks? And will his replacement, if it does occur, which it may not, it might all just be just this apparition of turmoil. I call it a smokescreen. Will any of that actually change the way that Rothschild uses Israeli special forces operators and street gang, as well as the combined Jewish culture, which is all utilized as if like one huge operation then against Americans, will a change in leadership in Israel really change what is happening? What is Hasbara in San Diego? Is Daniel Lewin still alive? MIT Media Lab, if Daniel Lewin Akame came from MIT, what is up with Epstein, AI, Sophia? I guess Sophia is kind of a joke, but is Daniel Lewin, is Daniel Lewin still at work? And did the leadership of Akame, MIT, whatever, meet with Shimon Perez, Israeli prime minister? Was there a book published about Daniel Lewin and what did it refer to? Queries, leads, L-E-D-E-S, plural of investigative journalistic option for more pursuit of knowledge, who, what, when, where, why. If, then, Peter Kafka and his sock puppet army, his socks, or Scott Galloway, Stern gang, Stern marketing gang and Kara Swisher, the imposter with a fake coal LLC and utilization of lesbian psyop against CIA as rationale for getting paid may or may not all be working towards manifestation of outcome for Rockvest pro eugenics. CVS, Vax, Vox.com. If journalists in New York, such as they, who are cognizant enough to talk about all of these media deals and whatnot, would actually investigate WTC7 or understand that nanothermite was utilized to blow up the Twin Towers, and if other journalists who were Jewish or Gentile in New York, Manhattan, whatever, Williamsburg, elsewhere, Brooklyn, Queens, would do these jobs for me and do their job as journalists instead of apparently being agents of Israel or agents of the Rockefeller with no allegiance to what is true about 9-11. Did 3,000 people get murdered that day? Was nanothermite used to demolish the Twin Towers? Was World Trade Center 7 collapse a controlled demolition? Yes, yes, yes. But... Were 3,000 people murdered that day, or were careful crafted, carefully crafted aliases presented as convincing spectacle of death? 
If 3,000 people were murdered that day, then 9-11 was a mass murder. If 3,000 people were not murdered that day, then 9-11 was a fraud. So 9-11 was a fraud. I think that much is known. I don't know if people died that day. She's like evil Knievel. I don't know, it's a he. No, it's funny. My kid looks like a small Israeli. Oi, so, uh, yeah, law governing for the people of the Republic of California, governing for the Republic of America, governing for the people of the North American continent, governing against the bankrupt corporation, USA, United States of America, seeking dissolution and bankruptcy proceedings against Trump, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Grossi, Pelosi, and all their limited holdings. Meanwhile, swiping left, figuratively. Realizing then that NYSE, New York Settlement, SEC gangs, of, of whom I don't necessarily suspect all regulators to be aligned with Jewish mafia yet, maybe aligned with British and having loyalties there. The idea that so-called ICOs, initial corn offerings, were... more unsafe or spammy than NYSE IPOs is evidence then of ideology presented by New York media against competition. I would say that uh, objectively, I don't know if there is much difference between what is called IPO and what is called ICO, but defamation and suggestion that all of this new crypto initial public offering or initial coin offering was somehow different than ultimately then initial public offering sanctioned, like baptized, sanctified somehow by N.Y. Schumer Pope of finance, I find to be... Uh, specious anti-competitive against functional option, which is crypto share offerings generally. Yeah, and I think that SEC is then captured as use to either railroad or flummox competitors to NYSC boiler room gangs, of organized criminal pumping and dumping in old-fashioned ways. Not to defame them, 
but by watching existing fictional representations and estimating from The Sopranos back to Bonfire of the Vanities, Big Swinging Dicks, Solomon Smith Barney, knowing, knowing Solomon Smith Barney was the primary tenant of WTC7 and they blew up their own tower and Dick Cheney and Donald Rumsfeld were on or invited to the Foreign Advisory Committee six months before 9-11. The idea that Solomon Smith Barney and New Yorkers being in charge of like what is safe for investors is beyond laughable. It's horrifyingly, horrifyingly bleak. Comedically, that is. And uh, who then would be an unsavvy investor? Then why would SEC be required to tell me whether or not I'm going to invest in Howie and his orange juice operation? I overturn Howie, essentially. In fact, I deny all the jurisdiction of all the king's horses and all the queen's men stemming from Second Circuit related to Walker, the administrator related to George H.W. Bush, George Herbert Walker Bush, who failed to recuse himself from the plaintiff's complaint, April Gallup, represented by William Veal, he failed to recuse himself in clear blood relation, nepotistic, to the accused. The accused referred to was related to he himself, who then used, used an administrative function to claim Veal Gallup lawsuit was frivolous. Some may have understood then that the fix was in, but that negates the honor of the Second Circuit. Therefore, no Second Circuit is valued. Whatever the fuck Second Circuit ever did for me, I don't know. But And Ninth Circuit is just another category related then numerically to New York-centric division of the rest of us, which is negated then. I've transcended, I overrule. Literally anti-Pacific, Atlantic-centric bias is absolutely observed. Am I wrong? Where's the First Circuit? You put the Ninth way out here? Like we didn't matter? Or that California came online to the federal system like after the Puritans had the Northeast or 13 colonies existed? Well, then that's a temporal bias that relates to newcomer, earlycomer, uh, excuse me, that relates to early investor in the USA bankruptcy versus later newcomer, which is undemocratic. Unequal, unequal representation. But the de declaration judiciously then of the Ninth Circuit, I think, although I don't know, literally proves that we are like after the fact out here and therefore not as esteemed. But the center of declaration is not central to the populace or the economics of we the people. No, it's Atlantic centric. Washington, D.C., District of Columbia, foreign territory, swamp-centric, foreign territory-centric, 
and New York-centric. Back to New Amsterdam-centric. Literal foreign government-centric. And not centric to we the people. Domestic. If we the people is seen to be the designation then of the popular masses of us in a democratic representative democracy. Whatever it is, semantically, republic, democracy, or whatever, the duly elected officials of we the people have not been duly elected. Compromised Diebold machines and other forms of vote-fixing, Pelosi, Adam Schiff, not even from California, not even from California. Now, maybe the California Constitution does not require a state-born representative who is not a Jew from some other state to be a bitch in Southern California. But yeah, the Jews run California. Dianne Feinstein allegedly had a Chinese spy driving her around for decades. Maybe it's defamation, maybe. But Grossi Pelosi does not represent me. Adam Schiff doesn't represent me. Gavin Newsom does not represent me. Moonbeam quiet man who started not talking very loudly doesn't represent me and neither did the terminator none of those fucking people represented me once and they failed to secure anything close to anything esteemable or good for anybody in california gavin newsom allowed and boondoggled private toilets at the cost of a hundred or two hundred thousand per piece for single-use individual defecation or urination in the city of San Francisco during the time that I lived there. Lawsuits proceed against him for dereliction of duty. And corruption related to such boondoggle. What a dumb fuck, in other words, though. In the meantime, fuck that guy and his relationship through his father to the Getty Trust. Major, major conflict of interest, and I didn't even notice that he got elected. I bet you around here, if I ask anybody who the governor of California is, they don't even know that it's Gavin Newsom. Who even knows that guy's name? And look at his Twitter followers. I'm not even kidding. He gets like three likes or three retweets. Maybe more. Maybe he's hired some shills or some interns to retweet his stuff or some bots, some Pelosi bots from Israel. Or maybe, maybe not, but I'm just saying I don't know anybody that even knows who that guy is. And stay the fuck out of my town, you fucking tall piece of shit. He-Man, fuck, with greasy hair. By the way, fuck Eric Garcetti. So, no, none of these so-called representatives have ever represented me. Eric Garcetti can't even fix toilets in Echo Park. And especially back end of Echo Park. Absolutely dysfunctional public restrooms. For 10 years or so, 12 maybe. Eric Garcetti supposedly is the mayor of the city of Los Angeles. No, I'm the mayor of the city of Los Angeles. I'm sorry, everybody. If you want my position, you can come get it. It's almost ironic that I find myself almost willing to declare myself as emperor of California, much like Norton of the days of yore, and the co-opting oligarchs related to oil and their attendants mock sovereignty, in particular loss vehicles, 
or they have in the past. Emperor Norton Records is a joke to the Gettys. And sovereign like representation, then, that is not permitted by the federal declaration that is New York-centric or Washington, D.C.-centric, is seen to be mocked. The Emperor Norton character is mocked, but the Queen Pelosi Grossi and Delegate Lieutenant Adam Schiff disgusting honorable titles given to, what do you call it? Congress. House of Representatives. Representatives. All of those esteemable titles are understood then to be just ordinary, perfunctory, referable designations then of so-called representatives, but emperor instead is defamed as somehow like a title of royalty. And when a representative arises that is not actually sanctioned by some oligarchs, he or she will be defamed relentlessly by media outlets controlled by New York Jews, communists, old money, with either globalist, Semitic relationship, Israeli relationship, British relationship, and or other foreign territory relationship. All ideology sponsored by those enterprises typically then is foreign propaganda against domestic participants. Who represents the people? It's almost irrelevant. And by the way, no, I don't think I'm Emperor Norton. I'm just saying that the Gettys think that honorable representation of the populace is a joke. And then they make it into a joke. And Gavin Newsom and his father work for the Getty Trust. They are the bitches of the Gettys. He is not the governor of the Republic of California. He inherits a bureaucracy that is not necessarily even needed anymore. And he's an asshole. Sorry, buddy. Gavin, if you want to call me, 415-483-5779. You still haven't picked up a shovel to scrape up the shit in the tenderloin. That is there because your boondoggle $200,000 single-use toilets that get jammed up were not adequate to secure option for populace to defecate or urinate in. Your city is a mess. You think that you can come into the Republic of California and take the governorship? No. No. You're fired, bitch. You are fired. dad is exposed as the lackey of the Gettys. But I don't know if I'm in politics right now. I think I'm actually interested in doing business as and uh, new agency Smoke and Mirrors doing business as 
a certain rough draft was malformed by tedium platform. Strangely enough, in some aberration of protocol, not befitting a general programmer who may have ordinary standards, I wouldn't understand then why Ev Williams, who seems like a pretty nice guy, young Jew, recipient of the pump and dump beyond meat IPO cash infusion towards his general direction. Why? Why? Why the fuck did he get so much money in this fucking fake meat hustle from NYSE? I don't know. Showrunner at TDM platform, known currently as Medium, with suspicious algorithms being gifted to stern gang marketing gangster, wannabe gangster, Scott Galloway Jew, who I do enjoy listening to sometimes when he's not being a total asshole nihilist who hates white men with his co-host who hates white men. How do you know a Jew? When they look like a white person, but they're talking shit against white people. That's when you know a Jew. If it quacks like a Jew and it talks like a Jew, it's a Jew. Kara. It's disgusting. They are, they are basically Soviet communists who are trying to destroy America with you know, destructive ideology that is, like, amplified against the Gentile. If they are not Soviet communists, then why was Sergey Brin brought in with Hebrew Immigration Aid Society under the specious claim that he was fleeing Soviet adversaries, or his family was? And then they... Manifest control over top of algorithm, ideology, massively, as regulated by the Jewish regulatory deviation that has gone against, not that I really care, but I think Gentile Bill Gates. Bill Gates is suspicious enough, but I mean, I heard a rumor that his father was a eugenicist. Bill and William, whatever, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation for subtracting oxygen from participants or inputting dangerous virus into them in the name of vaccination does seem quite suspicious as it does seem to relate to eugenics campaign. It's also been rumored that Keith Rupert Murdoch's dad was a eugenicist. And the uh, Rockefeller relationship to eugenics campaigns is observed, I think, when one does the research. If they're not all eugenicists conspiring together to kill the many, it seems like they are. By the way, when they relate themselves to CVS stock and anti-measles campaigns, I've been wondering, what is up? Like, it, it's, it's cognitive dissonance then for me. To wonder why Orthodox Jews in Brooklyn were being fined by Mayor de Blasio if they wouldn't stick needles in their young babies' arms. So, who is in favor of eugenics? Orthodox Jews or crypto Jews? Was it a PSYOP? 
to make it seem like the Orthodox Jews were resistant to vaccines? Or is there, like in a Venn diagram, some nearly Orthodox Jews, such as Mayim Balik, neurosurgeon, neurosurgery student, who actually are anti-vax, while Gentiles, who are cognizant as well, are anti-vax. I mean, maybe, maybe it's safe to say and fair to say that some Orthodox Jews are anti-vax because they don't want their children to be harmed, and that some Gentiles are anti-vax because they don't want their children to be harmed. And so, yes, if it was a Venn diagram, it would be an overlap where parents who don't want their children to be harmed by mercury or other foreign agent within vaccine content or pathogen or unknown substance, they don't want that inputted into their children, typically. But what is anti-vax and what is that thing going on with the Orthodox Jews of Brooklyn, de Blasio, and who is Ezra Klein, and did he vaccinate his child? Is he Orthodox? Or is he willing to pay the $1,000 fine? And what is measles? And why was there a fake measles picture presented by NBC Universal at Rockefeller, or related to Rockefeller? What is the PSYOP regarding false photography related to measles outbreak? I would say, what is going on? L-E-D-E. The lead is, what the fuck is going on with all that shit? Literally. And that could be the, the printed question as well. What the fuck is going on with all that shit? Question mark. For, I think, the standards and the proper nouns and the capitalization standards of particular outlet as well as the use of vernacular and slang and profanity, are a little bit deviated from the norm of, what is it, MLA or New York style for the British? Style manuals that may be used by competitor? Oh, by the way, if you'd like me to buy your fucking company, give me the fucking money. Otherwise, get me an ice cream cone, and I'll think about taking over your liabilities. I'll proceed against you continually. I've recognized a downward trend, therefore, on a graph of relevancy. And there's an exposure ratio then where you are coming on and interviewing yourselves, essentially, and your own loss of growth. And what else is going on in the vacancies of commercial skyscrapers in New York City? As finance and the activity of finance and currency, current use of current, currently finds itself moving away from New York City. And by the way, why is that? Am I the only person that doesn't want to go to New York because I don't want to get into a skyscraper that could be blown up by the Stern Gang who paints nanothermite on concrete walls? and steel beams and blows up 9-11 with now thermite and photographic evidence of a steel beam cut at 45 degrees exists behind photographed evidence of a New York firefighter at ground zero and it takes 15 years for fucking anybody in the firefighting gangs to do anything about it outside of Queens. Not to mention NYPD is absolutely stood down and submitted to will of either 
Rockefeller Chase Manhattan financial paradigm controlling their pension funds? Or why are there no cops for 9-11 Truth in New York City publicly attesting or going against Larry Silverstein in World Trade Center Building 7? Is Larry Silverstein still alive? Do his son and daughter have influence and sway over some? What is the relationship of Larry Silverstein to AIG, Greenblatt, whatever the guy's name is? Not Greenblatt, that's NBC, right? What is the use of blackmail and defamation then against NYPD standardly? Or are they amoralists, typically widows' sons or just mercenary nihilists or orphans who only work for their own pensions and the own take, their own take, cashing out particularly or getting paid off with a pallet full of $100 bills in the desert? Is that where you have to pick up your payoff? Bernard Carrick went to the desert under coalition provisional authority to pick up a pallet full of $100 bills of cash? What is that, fresh from the mint? Dropped off in Baghdad or Tikrit? Under coalition provisional authority head Paul Bremer. El Paul Bremer. El Chapo Paul Bremer. The one, the only, El Paul Bremer. Last seen near Aspen Institute. Scroll and key, secret society, hangout of Scooter Libby and Judith Miller as well. The Aspen's turn. You can tell they're connected at their roots because they all turn together. Scooter Libby's love letter to Judith Miller presented as evidence. Trump pardoned Scooter Libby, Cheney's Cheney. Trump dances the jig for the neoconservatives. Like a Oompa Loompa. Making some sweet confectionery fucking glaze for the lollipops and candy apples that the neocons present to you bootlickers. Perhaps even stuck to your jackboots. These candy confections then get licked at. There is no justice in New York. Police officers are a mercenary force, either controlled by Chuck Schumer, Jamie Dimon, Steven Mnuchin, or some other Jew. Port Authority, New Jersey, New York, Masters, everyone. How? I don't know. Ronald Lauder declared evil by Sarah Netanyahu. Ronald Lauder suspected of being architect of... Operation Northwoods used against World Trade Center, WTC-7, for catastrophic and catalyzing event like a new Pearl Harbor, Harbor as declared by Project for the New American Century, preceded by RAD, Rebuilding America, America's Defenses, Boondoggle Contracts, the war on terror is the outlay of billions and billions and billions of dollars worth of contracts benefiting Brown and Root, 
Kellogg. Kellogg, source of Latelfuse holders, either through MITER subsidiary or Latelfuse, not exactly known specifically how attested to by Rebecca Roth, truther, former stewardess apparently, in association with essentially patriotic domestic back-end naval intelligence participant Chuck and his front-end prosecutor Bolin. A network of truthers seeking justice, exposing Jewish racketeering in the defense contract history of contract getting has demonstrated what appears to be total Jewish dominance of all contracting, utilizing domestic psyops against participants in a ginormous fraud. And I'm just wondering if there ever was such a thing as America that wasn't a boondoggle. That's why, like, allegiance is just really hard to find currently, except to we the people, but the people of Earth as well. And to seek truth and justice and to defend the innocent and to prosecute the guilty, those essential idealistic norms are the only ones that I can still find to be defined as good. When bankrupt corporations and Jewish criminals are running the corporation against the populace, we the people shrugs off the procedures that are inimical to our safety and happiness, as attested to in the Declaration of Independence then, altering and abolishing such inimical procedures against us is our right, if not our duty, the norm is to shrug off tyranny. Goodbye. Swipe left. Problematically for myself, maybe for you and others, being rare in this avant-garde is to be potentially targeted. And therein lies the rub. Oi! NFCF back end. I'm just out of it. I can't I can't really do it anymore. The risk I take on every time. Looking at the risk, not to just like go through all this stuff and just kind of excite myself with all my knowledge. Risk mitigation has been monopolized as well, and the risk mitigators and actuaries who were associated with the criminals who did 9-11, AIG, Kroll, Marsha McLennan, already used mathematical actuarial science, perhaps, maybe as rationale or as cover or integrated with their operation, Northwoods against the Twin Towers. And how deep and all that it was, well, they killed everybody. It was more cost-effective. Or they used carefully crafted aliases in their procedure. 
that's a topic for exploration. It may sound like nonsense to some, but I must wonder, did 3,000 people actually die on September the 11th, 2001? At the Twin Towers, at Building 7, at Pennsylvania, and at Pentagon. Who died? By the way, just in terms of tort, it's either a mass murder case with fraud, or it's just a fraud case. If you're searching searching for large punitive payout, I would say don't hold your breath. But there's always that option. So any attorneys who want to work pro bono, let's get ready for a long, long, long procedure. That would be administratively cock-blocked by literal relatives of the accused, such as dishonorable magistrate, Walker of the Second Circuit. George H.W. Bush has passed away. David Rockefeller has passed away. Yet, video record of David Rockefeller laughing while discussing the Twin Towers collapsing is observable and reliable evidence of perhaps an opportunity to be so evil in the trifecta, I guess, categorization means motive and opportunity. Perhaps motive might be observed in the laughing eyes of a man, videographed as the only person I've ever seen laugh about the collapse of the Twin Towers. Would that cause suspicion or ire in investigators to wonder then why David Rockefeller was laughing about the collapse of the Twin Towers as he reported that he watched them collapse from his Manhattan window. The line of sight, I don't know. I don't know Manhattan. There may or may not be a lot of disinfo and misinfo in even my own sources. And I think that's very obvious and popularly attested to that there is a lot of disinfo, misinfo, whatever. And I'm not sure exactly what the difference is. I think disinfo is not on purpose. Misinfo is just mistake. Disinfo is psyop against narrative, which can then lead to more guilty association or complicity and cover-up, which it has been revealed in the past. For example, I think Benjamin Chertoff from Popular Mechanics or Cousin Chertoff exposed. Disinfo leading back to more Complicity cover-up, Michael Chertoff, perhaps. Was he Israeli? Or is that the dual citizen canard, perhaps, or meme, may actually just be nonsense, after all, as every Jew is a citizen of Israel. So, therefore, claiming that dual citizen Israelis were responsible for this all, well, no, it's not much different than saying Jews, or the Jewish mafia was responsible for most of this. I don't think Dick Cheney was a Jew, though. Although Dick Cheney inherited a slice of the Grand Tetons from the Rockefellers, and that can be seen as a payoff. What else were his allegiances, though? Oh, yeah, of course, I forgot. Halliburton. No bid contracts, 
capping oil well fires, fires that were probably started by stayback armies after Bathist decimation. I mean, they lit the fires, then they got to cap them. No bid contracts. Brown and Root has a long history of war profiteering since LBJ. Cordmeyer conspiracy against JFK, competing mafia. What was he known for? Cordmeyer was known to be an Atlanticist, I do believe. Maybe with actual allegiance to... Uh, what's the word I was looking for? In ah, yes, conspicuous actual organization of Atlantic Council, Atlanticist manifestation against other gangs, Irish gangs or bootleggers, etc. Apparently, the claim was is that JFK had sex with Cordmeyer's wife, and he was never the same after that, and he had a a penchant then for destroying him. But the allegations from Another fool with a first initial that causes for confusion. E. Everett, Howard Hunt, the allegations on video or audio seem to be actual, and his son Saint still lives. I think. I don't want to brag, but a personal interview with Saint John Hunt could be organized through associations of myself. I think. I'm not saying I have mastery over his decision making, but. I think I could have influence over it. But more knowledge could be learned and discerned, but I think that availing audio and video records then estimate or show then that Cordmeyer, in conspiracy with LBJ and E. Howard Hunt, assassinated JFK. But I don't think the totality of the JFK truth history is really even known to me at all. And I almost don't think it's relevant, except to just, in my mind, like, remind me that, why do I keep thinking Boston Brahmin? But just that wannabe Atlantic aristocrats have been running the rest of Americans for a long time in circles and psyops related to NATO Gladio, Rothschild British royal interest in association with Zionists since before even World War II. The Holocaust was a hoax. I once read a rumor that the Vatican got white American Puritans or Protestants to fight German Protestants in a death procession called Normandy and World War II. So now I don't think storming the cliffs of Normandy is esteemable. I also don't think that footage of participants raising a flag in Iwo Jima is something to celebrate or orgasm about. But to servicemen or women who may or may not be loyal to NATO or Gladio without being loyal to we the people of this land or the blood of us here in this nation, as it was referred to, this republic, just to like fact check you, I cite my lineage and recent grandfather, rear admiral, in charge of blimps, domestic side of South Pacific during World War II, as the beginning of my allegiance to We the People, and the uh, inherited, conscripted relationship that my 
fathers, grandfathers, that is, on my mother's side has evidence to me about allegiance and participation in all major wars of America. Uh, just to think about, like, legalities and whatnot and corruption of blood. To deny the inheritors, then, to break them away from the inheritance that they have stolen from you would be to work corruption of blood against these crypto-Saturnalians and non-allegiant aristocrats, foreign-born allegiance, foreign allegiance to foreign nation and foreign power, to work corruption of blood against them would be for you to do as well. But just to contrast that against my inheritance, which is just a word, of like a legacy of patriotism, I just found myself kind of fascinated that so many grandfathers had been in all wars, from the Mexican-American War skirmish to the anti-indigenous procedure of the Southwest to the Union against the Confederacy to, yes, even the Confederacy against the Union, which was destroyed, and I have no awareness of what happened to those two people in my family. They may have left. They may have fled. They may have bred elsewhere. And that's an enduring mystery that I've begun to classify under genealogy at TKNWS. And back to the crossing the Delaware with George Washington himself, according to some records, ancestor Killian Geary, direct grandfather of myself, perhaps great, 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 I think. Maybe great, 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 great. Wait, I can calculate it. Hold on. It's great, 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 great grandfather, I do believe. He was the grandfather of the Union soldier who became judge of Santa Cruz County, third judge. His grandfather was Killian Geary, I think. And he was said to have crossed the Delaware with Washington. And I don't know a lot about that, but was that a Christmas massacre against Germans? Hessians? And what were the allegiances way back then, and why are some things painted and celebrated? After all, does any of it matter? I once saw a guy, I just cite his color of skin, not really for any real reason, but I think it was a black dude on YouTube talking about, he was like, oh, why are we not told that there were seven presidents before George Washington? But I think it was during the Articles of Confederacy phase of federal congealment and or discarding previous legalistic situations that those pontiffs or chiefs of state may have been referred to. You know, I think that I redefined what a republic was by emphasizing second definition favorable to archaic or obsolete first definition that was used by other dictionaries recently. And why? Because I asked myself, does a republic have a chief? After all, a chief sounds like some primitive honcho. And a chief without a headdress, what's that? But a Trump, or an Adelson, or a Schumer, or a Pelosi. But they have headdresses. She wears pearls. They all wear British suits, silk ties, 
Trump has ties made in China? Is it out of silk or cotton, linen, rayon? Silk ties. Why do they wear silk ties? I always look at ties like they're nooses that the British have put around the necks of every single slave in this colony, this plantation. Why are the suits or the garment relationships so related then to City of London Financial Center and the norms of the British? It's an interesting question, and there was a guy, I've been looking for this video, a Google engineer, who was wearing Google glasses, I believe he was bald with black hair, balding, and he was in some kind of, what do you call it, um, indoor garden with open windows. He philosophized that the British style, I'm kind of paraphrasing here, the British uniforms that are related to the British climate, where cooling indoor offices to a point where it's actually preferable to wear a coat, a wool coat, coat and a tie. All of that is actual cost and, I guess, friction then to actual efficiency, conductivity, and or it involves physical manipulation of either propane, coal, electricity to refrigerate air and then flow it through HVAC into closed systems, that is all cost that will be essentially like disintermediated or outdone by more efficient forms of organization. And that, I think, was he was referring to, I do believe, the physical inevitability of the decline of those archaic British tendencies for organization. And everyone that represents that through the apparition and the visage, those who show themselves with British nooses around them neck, their necks, in the woolen suits, what what is that? You can see them? You can spot them by their... You can see them everywhere, wh whether they're red or blue, and whether or not they have a metal flag pinned to their lapel. I don't know who and what that all is, and I also don't know if Barr stands for British Admiralty Royal Attorney or whatever the fuck. I don't know if that's real. But the British allegiance then of all of these individuals, back to British royalist, Toryist, aristocracy, queen, and all of it then, whatever it is, if I've misspoken, I don't know what it is to me, except for a legacy of colonialism. And when I look at the old glory... All I see is the Union Jack. I'm not against the British. I'm not against people in Manchester, Birmingham, Lancashire, or that one port that I came up to study, Gloucestershire, I believe. I'm not against the Scottish. I'm not against the Irish. Typically, I don't think. I'm not against the Scandinavians. I'm not against white people from Europe. I'm not even against royalty as perceived or used as some kind of placeholder to tranquilize or domesticate or organize populace. I'm not exactly anti-royal, but being raised in America, which is said to be the land of the free, where it seemed like press was against Obama for even bowing before Japanese royalty 
in some kind of deferential maneuver of polity, deference or courtesy, it was said that, if polity is a word, that Obama bowing as executive of the United States of America Corporation was not American, and that executives of USA don't bow. But what is a chief? That's the question, I think. And does a republic require a chief? After all, all of the so-called representatives of the United States of America, completely compromised, do not do the bidding of the majority as popularly represented, standardly. If I were to cite some statistics or graphs or exit polls and whatnot, all of that has been manipulated and gerrymandered and fixed by suspicious individuals related to the Associated Press. AP, Reuters, British, Rothschild perhaps, and since the beginning of the Pony Express then, all wars have been fictionalized by so-called reporters for AP. And I read about the first reporter who allegedly died. It might have been the first source of fake news. What was his name? It was the same name as somebody else. It was an interesting read. I think it was on Wikipedia. Custard's Last Custer's Last Stand, Battle of Little Bighorn, etc. All of these stories that I was told, like, I can't believe any of them anymore. If it came from them, I've seen so many hoaxes now that every single thing, every single thing they've ever said is a lie. Every single narrative they presented to me in the federal curriculum at public schools was a lie. And therefore, by now, it's as if a rule of thumb, figurative, is that everything they say is a lie. Everything they say is a lie. And who is they? And why not just use triple parentheses? I mean, with character input, it's a little bit difficult. I feel like they really shot themselves in the foot, figuratively, when they banned the coincidence detector. But I don't think I'm the only guy who's, like, contemplating the net effects of Jewish communism against ideology in America. And it's just like, you will know them by the trail of their Jew. You don't even need triple parentheses anymore. They're everywhere. And they've basically created a long record then of themselves being involved with domestic tyranny. What is that good for in a bankruptcy proceeding? But where all assertive expectation then of what to do with data that literally leads you to them is referred to, especially suspiciously and with apparent malevolence, I wouldn't want to suggest that they've actually organized their own defeat. For we, too, then, have put our names in their databases and connected our families and preferences to their search engines. We, the people. And I want to talk about Peaky Blinders for a second, but Oswald Mosley character 
I've been enjoying watching Peaky Blinders BBC, but I've come to the conclusion that it's basically either managed by the Jews or managed by an aristocracy which wishes to defeat white people by implanting destructive memes within their mind. Not just brought to you by Seagram's or Irish whiskey or whatever versus scotch and tobacco cigarettes versus some cigars, all tobacco products of Virginia, opium and cocaine, Peaky Blinders and violence and immorality, prostitution, which all seems quite exciting when I watch it. But then recent anti-Nazi meme in, what's his name? Oswald Mosley character is indicative then of more Gladio NATO paradigm maintenance through otherwise fun cast and crew headed by Celian Murphy. It's like, dude, the Irish that are dancing a jig for the BBC showing us these shows, even their shows are run by the Jews. So that Oswald Mosley, Mosley character says, we shall not pay to the Jews, and he becomes the biggest villain. And Tom Hardy is the other fake Jew, unless he is really a Jew, who's like so assertive and like cryptic with his presence. It's fun to watch, but it's also not fun to watch these narratives just continually emerging that show that the Jews are even running the white people at BBC and putting in these anti-assertive wasp or anti-assertive Anglo-Saxon memes or anti-Protestant memes where, oh, uh, all the Nazis who hate the Jews must be killed and they're the worst enemies on earth. And what else was it about that? Like this, we shall overcome by dying on the cliffs of Normandy. Gentiles go fight the fascists. It's interesting, but it's also, is it Seagram's whiskey skin dealer prostitute allegiance for shitty pimps of the eastern seaboard, all cops, regulators, and whatnot compromised in Epstein blackmail scenarios, or was it just Trump, Mar-a-Lago, PSYOP, Channing Kushner, dick pic, pissing on bed, Trump, Oompa Loompa, Yeti pube, Stormy Daniels, Michael Avenatti routine to manage Oompa Loompa, jump through the hoopa, Gentile, Scottish wannabe Jew? Or was it Chelsea Clinton marries young Jew from Goldman Sachs and Ivanka Trump marries young Jew from Goldman Sachs? Goldman Sachs, Lloyd Blankfein, fucking plantation of fucking fiscal fixed monetary, trickled down 10% fractional reserve Mnuchin to Storm Chaser. To use the U.S. dollar would be uncivilized. Boy. I mean, it is a comedy routine. It's a dark comedy routine. And I wonder then, I just wonder about the Jewish narratives of Peaky Blinders. And then why would the white men, in an otherwise calculatingly deep and interesting fictional show of Irish gangs in London and whatnot, or gypsy gangs, 
and like offshore non-identified gangster history, which is fun to watch. Why would it be so explicitly anti-anti-Semitic? As if this villainy was the worst form of villainy, when all forms of homicidal madness displayed by the Peaky Blinders, cutting out eyes, for example, is like ennobilized. So the Oswald Mosley character it's just, I think, more representation that the Jewish control over paradigm is so complete through the BBC as well. Why Jewish showrunners always get to infect witnesses with the concept that the horror of anybody not wanting to pay the Jews a pound of flesh is the worst sin on fucking earth. I think it's just more and more evidence that paradigmatic maintenance of Gentiles since before Jesus Christ has been just the psyop of the fucking millennia. But who are crypto-Saturnalians? Who is Astaroth? Is the seal of Astaroth evidenced in the municipal layout of Washington, D.C., or is it a mere upside-down pentagram? And is that notable? And why do I wonder if Zoroastrians maybe have control over crypto-Saturnalians? And not just like how deep the rabbit hole goes in terms of occultic control over participants in Washington, D.C. and non-sovereign yet combined terrain of City of London, City of Vatican, domestic, uh, or that is District of Columbia, City of Washington, D.C. or whatever. What do you call those uh, obelisks, Egyptian, Babylonian, back to the whole baba, araba, baba, baba, cauldron of black, bubbling mystery soup? The origins of law? The justice vacating the bench, returning as maritime? captain against Flotsam and Jetsam, Jetsam, and then vacating again if one overrides, and returning to chant, I joke, but I heard, I refer in recollection then to Jordan Maxwell or some other essayist, I think, similar, not Jordan Maxwell particularly, but how law is like actually manifested, and what happens when you call the jury or the justice to the judge for the foundation of law. What what gives you the right over I to actually decide in this instance? Is it your high bench? Of course, I wouldn't want to like incite the ire of all honorable magistrates or judges in this terrain, or all jurists, if that's the word, or attorneys, law students and whatnot, some noble prosecutors some noble defense attorneys and other legal philosophers and others. I wouldn't think that judging is inherently inaccurate as a practice in any terrain. But I would wonder about the origins of North American law and how it is what it is allegiant to, 
The British? What is the bar? Is that an acronym? I don't know. And also, yeah, like, is there judicial bias and ethnic overrepresentation in the judicial industrial complex of the United States of America? Yes, there is. 33% Jewish on SCOTUS, verging towards more, 40, whatever, 45%. If Maurice Garland or whatever had been selected by Obama, but they held off. It was as if there was too much. And I cite uh, Sonia Sotomayor. Sotomayor, I think is her name. Sephardic Jew. And her declaration that the SCOTUS was overrepresented by Catholic and Jew, I think. She said she, essentially she said that more diversity on the SCOTUS would be preferable. Now, I don't know if those are her exact words, so I would restate if I was incorrect. But, I mean, to cite a different source against itself is just like a passing form of argument that is maybe more sustainable than me being the only person saying that all of this ethnic corruption actually exists and that, therefore, all emanations or published on record, whatever so-called decisions by SCOTUS, especially related to corn syrup, corn soda, EBT, investigation of participants' whereabouts under the specious claim that competitors need to know where I am when I use my food stamps, has basically led me to say, fuck your food stamps. And I'm currently uh, finding corn syrup soda relationships to Wesley K. Clark sufficient to rename him occasionally Wesley Kutzpa Clark with a K and Wesley Corn Clark with a K. I mean, before I thought that Wesley Clark was a villain who spoke of himself in the third person right before us while saying someone came into my pentagram and told me that we were going to invent seven wars with seven countries within five years for the Greater Israel Project. Before I thought that he may have spoke of himself in the third person at the Commonwealth Grossi Pelosi fiesta of plantation managers. I didn't know that he was half Jewish, but I wondered then if his half Jewish heritage or ethnicity, if his mother's Jewish, I guess that's not really half Jewish, is it? But by declaration of matriarchal line, definition of Jew commonly attested to, I believe, although not actually known, before I knew that Wesley Clark was half a Jew, I wondered... I thought he was a good guy, and I still think he's a good guy, kind of, but, I mean, have you ever met a mass murderer who's a good guy? I mean, is that definitely, definitionally possible? Is that a contradiction in terms? But what is a good guy? And are Straussians, utilitarians, Rand, actuaries, and other murderers in combination with the actual mercenaries who 
proceed with projectile or devastating physical force against human body and form, are they all good in their eyes? Alright, don't say hi to me, you fat fuck. I'll piss on your dog, bitch. Maybe he didn't hear me. He may have been deaf. Am deaf racist is one of my favorite jokes when every job I apply for says, how did you hear about us? But the war on figurative language, for me, is a comedy routine that tends to begin to look like restoration of justice constantly but what is justice and not to get all high and mighty again in my sovereignty which i'm sure could be negated with one projectile or one series of devastating psychological operations against this judge uh what was i gonna say i don't remember i forget oh yeah the war on figurative language and the justice seeking of the literal language or the literalist use of language, scientifically declared or espoused denotation then, is like this complicated problem for me. And I keep thinking of, to cite a source again, a guy I just, he's in my mind. I used to call him the mentor or my mentor, but his relationship to the Straussians and whatnot is like attested to. And it's like, so I've inherited an academic tradition from the Straussians, whether or not I like it or not. And then I think in university or academic studies, reference to uh, some, some uh, sociologists or economists, these people are like popularly referred to. And sometimes... There's bias against a disinterested academic who may have a reference to one particular soci sociologist or another. And I don't, I'm not going to forget that either. When I came out of university, I was like defamed by some just for having studied one particular person. But it was taught to me that investor class studies particular determinist, materialist, for his theories tend to be, you know, accurate for determining the future. But, like, academics and all that, and some names and the connotations or the relationship to them, that actually kind of reminds me of esoteric, exoteric strategy for the persecuted writer. I mean, I don't think I've ever actually been against Leo Strauss. I don't even think I've been against the Straussians. I just think that if everything I thought that happened happened, it hurt, and I didn't agree. But I won't know, because all things that may have happened, including covert use of violence against my father, won't be known. For covert assassination effectively confuses opposition and leaves one hanging in suspension of knowledge regarding actual empirical data or use of deadly force. One doesn't know, which is, you know, 
increases trauma, I think, against opposition. But it's almost like I think I've moved to, uh, no, not really, but figuratively, mentally, then if it was against me or it wasn't against me, other outcomes are more empirically definable. And those, I think, are the ones to refer to. But yeah, I feel cowed. I feel terror terrorized. I mean, my hair went gray a couple times along the way. I was traumatized. I have PTSD and all that. I just felt like I was set up to fall, too. And then there were times where other things were attested to, which I may refer to, but I wish to stop and maybe start this recording again. I was even reading once that they like to uh, call you a hunter and the white bread. So when a street gangster named Haim was said to like to watch the bread rise, I was like, what are these... What are these Jews doing against me? I mean, I get into the company of street Jew gangsters, son of Irgun, two Jews with pentagrams tattooed on them, and I'm sitting there, not sitting there, sometimes, sitting there, standing there, thinking, thinking. And then I walk up to a guy in a hoodie, and his sweatshirt says Israeli Defense Force and I ask him if he knows Sarit Matkal or about Sarit Matkal out of curiosity and I'm not saying curiosity kills the cat but like how often do I walk in the midst of Jewish gangsters and special forces or relations of them and either find more ignorance and no actual knowledge of empirical data or the deception and face and trick and insular slang and historical use of anti-Gentile slur against me when I'm not even aware of what I'm hearing? Or did you ever show up with a dog named Shiksa? And was that for the purpose of recruiting me or was that just the coincidence of the terrain? And who deals MDMA? MDMA through which groups and gangs and am I, was I ever recruited? It just seems like uh, it doesn't matter, does it? Like drug-running mules or other use of the Gentile for his own destruction may or may not be a norm. You're either the user class or you're the set-up-to-fall guy or you're just in the company of a bunch of Jewish gangsters all the time and you just don't even blink and you just wonder. And after all, like I think... uh, they may disagree because they could use the database and the symbols to prove their opinion to themselves. I've never been against the Jewish gangster. Really. I've never really been against the Jewish gangster. But when classified as a right-winger or as a white person or as a Nazi or as a neo-Nazi, then maybe I've found myself forced to contemplate what it is to be against a Jewish gangster and how. I don't even know if that's uh, disambiguation or deception. It's actually just total declaration that I never had an antagonistic bone in my body. I'll say this, though. 
I didn't really like innocent Palestinians being murdered all the time. I didn't like hearing that sanctions were killing all of these innocent Iraqis and stuff before 9-11. I don't like eugenics against ethnicities. I don't favor greater Israel. In fact, I think I prefer Palestine. I mean, likewise, uh, what would it be if they gave genocidal psychotic Ohlone indigenous people vast amounts of money and weaponry to take over America again in the name of the indigenous, I don't know if I'd favor that genocidal campaign against all of the other people of America. So, like, the Palestinians are like Americans, and the Israelis are like well-armed indigenous psychopaths coming back to terrorize and murder everyone who's in their way to establish a beachhead. And as I heard about Israel recently that they sold their port to the Chinese, I don't know if anything about owning a port is actually that important. Important. I just don't know. And it just seems that, like, when someone said it's not really about being a holy land, it's more about a business arrangement. Well, then I'm thinking about the Suez Canal and who blew it up to dredge the frickin' thing if it was Suez and transporting goods up the Suez or the Nile by water instead of sand to the port and going up to the Mediterranean to the right for Israel or the Seven Days War and the Beirut and all the long history of special forces in America being used to bomb the fuck out of some people who are brown and all the long history of characterizing all Arabs as terrorists by the Steven Spielberg motion picture alliance against Palestinians and the use of motion picture to amplify the stereotype of Arab or Palestinian terrorist back to the future and it's been reviewed and presented then and then recently I want to I'd love to interview this soldier that's local he lives in tranquilizes domestic populace by being laid back now. He told me that he was in Bosnia-Herzegovina under, I'm sure, Wesley K. Clark and Serbia, whatever, Montenegro. I was just looking at the map this morning. This was all before my time, Clinton years and stuff, but something he said last with me, which is that he said that the soldiers in that area, whichever side or faction, were forced to fight or they were murdered. And then he said that he saw the gravestones of all the soldiers who refused to fight. And this was spoken of as if it were sufficient motivation then to conscript or cause participants to kill each other in the name of whatever. And all I could think later, maybe not right then, was... And how do you know there were bodies underneath those tombstones? I mean, we've seen so many psyops by now that all motivating, motivating signal used to conscript individuals to murder each other should continually be observed as deception and fiction constantly. Recently, fake blood on Coptic pews, Egyptian Coptic church massacre, Recently, Yemeni semen on drone at Saudi Aramco failure IPO. 
range missiles, 4,000, therefore they came from Iran instead of Yemen, Yemen, actually espoused by Saudi representative as rationale for why missile came from Iran instead of Yemen, because 4,000 mile range was possible with missile, therefore it must have come from more than certain miles away. That was the logic of a liar. Those are the things that make me laugh nowadays. I'm just like, ha, 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 Or the evenly spaced cherry Hershey syrup on the Coptic pews. That looks like blood to Trump. Or, or the retarded kids with mist in the background videograph of children being gassed. Some kid having a seizure and some gas vapor. Someone exhaled from a vape unit. Or maybe 6 or 12 at the same time. Look, look at this noxious chemical warfare going on. It's just the exhalation of some people who had used vape, bubblegum flavor. And then you have a kid going, He's having a seizure. So they convinced the chief, decider-in-chief, Oompa Loompa, Scottish man, golf aficionado, Drumpf, decider-in-chief, as long as they surround him with sufficient spectacle, then they have captured the White House. Pat Buchanan said that Capitol Hill is a as an as Israeli occupied zone. I believe he said that in the 1990s. I may like Pat Buchanan more than I ever did when I was young because I thought I was a Democrat party or Green Party, and I thought all Republicans were like bad. You know, I was trained through the media and television, and I keep thinking of all the ground forces that persistently and almost invisibly constantly coerced me towards buying Levi's jeans, thinking that global warming was real, hating white people, feeling I had white privilege. They were in the junior college, they were in the university, all the Jewish communists. They were on the street in the protests I would go to. They would constantly be saying to me things. Man, men are bad, white people are bad, that kind of thing. And it was all verbal. I call that now long, slow march through institutions. I mean, there's agreement. People kind of know this. I might not be specialized in everything, but I know what I went through enough that I'm like, yeah, that sounds about like what that was. Frankfurt School of Communist long, slow march of getting white Americans to destroy themselves. Seagram's, Virginia tobacco, opium, cocaine, Peaky Blinders some kind of white pride trap to have people go, oh, this is so fucking cool, I want to be a gangster. And by the way, oh, the, the biggest villain in the world is the one that says, don't pay 10% to the Jews. And he must be done away with. Oh, you got me rooting for the fucking most evil villain, Oswald Cobblepot. I mean, Oswald Mosley. It's fun, it's fun. It's fun to watch his shows. BBC, thanks. Gladio.
I'm seeking finance for my own motion pictures. You're invited to star as yourselves. I don't think Leo Zagami can pull in finance, but maybe he can. Besides, all I need is a deadhead cargo ship. Not really. I just need stock footage of the exterior of one. I just need a location that kind of looks like the inside of a ship hull. And a few actors. It's a closed set. I could shoot it myself on digital smartphone. As I might. I've just been looking for directors and cast and crew to do these shows for me. And I've had nobody. But how many of my signals have been sand sandboxed, shadow banned by Akame, MIT, Craigslist, Craig's Pimp. Good Pimp John has come to take the purple banner from Bad Pimp Craig, Newmark. But Good Pimp John doesn't run all databases and signals. Nor does he test for, you know, men in the middle attack or IP reorganization or blanking. Query mark referral appended to URL standardly. Good Pimp John doesn't necessarily specialize in signals interference or Byzantine general outcome. Good Pimp John kind of feels like he's in a vacuum. And just wondering. But here's another word, vapor. Check my v GPS. Dry clean my shirts for me. Let's have some vapor wave. Yeah, I want, okay, I want C-plus specialists at AT&T to just help me decode. But I need real signal, reception, evidence. I guess I need traction, I need gain. I need signal to come back at me. I need echo. That's what I need. Oh, and I also need Python specialists for call and not put, but call and whatever from the, the signal to uh, check the blockchain. I need some databasers, specialists in Python and C++, in order to proceed with applications that I can logically organize with my mind. As I look for third-party solutions, I'm constantly asking, why didn't any of these things work? Why? But I'm going to take another look. But every time I do, I waste time. I don't want to learn C+. I'm sorry, I just don't. And I don't want to learn Python. I just don't. I want to use logic to announce towards you specialists that helps me do the things that I think would be good for all of us. And we then would create an app. That's usually why I just call myself front end and you back end. But, I don't know, sometimes I wonder if I'm more back end than I've led on to. But then front end as well, by the way, obfuscation, constant obfuscation, and deception, man in the middle attack, etc., and all that, that I'm not even specialized in describing accurately, potentially has been occurring since day fucking one. You know, the first time I sat down on a public computer, it was like 1998 or 1999 in the library. The funniest thing was here in Santa Cruz, an old man with white hair, long hair said, 
they're recording they're recording every telestroke or whatever keystroke they have key loggers and he said so even when you delete it they have it that was like my first lesson in uh, you know whatever the fuck you're doing to me So I really just tried to use all awareness to penetrate AT&T NSA mindset. I think I made Snowden be Snowden. I made Chelsea Manning. I made Bradley Manning turn into Chelsea. And what else is new? I'm Q. I've been Q since day five. I'm Quarry. Just kidding. I'm not Q. But sometimes it seems like I'm Q. And how the fuck would I know if I'm Q or not? Anonymous. We are Hacker Collective. We all wear the same mask. Gay Fox. Join us. We are Anonymous. We hacked Sony with James Franco and Seth Rogen with Minoxidil. And compliance investigator from FBI said timeline of hack falsified official narrative inside job Sony employees crying it's a great time to go eat lunch let's go try this for once offer audiences something premium over and above what they're currently getting but um but i don't think just putting up a paywall is really our model back back to the the deal stuff um Anne was telling me off mic that, that she had a hard time sleeping um if you, you haven't gone through a deal well it's been busy, busy. <laughs> there's a lot it turns out that there's a lot too what was the sticking um, point at the end uh, no sorry i'd say not really yeah, there weren't always really so. any. No, you know what the sticking points are? Is that, uh, you know, this is boring stuff. Uh, <laughs> but uh. You know what the sticking points are? Is figurative use of language that is not even related to sticky dough. Death to their United States, it says. <laughs> no triple parentheses there. God, it's like they came right in front of me and then scribbled on the damn thing. Not even deceiving you. That's just what was there. But it's like they came and they came and they misinterpreted my general sentiment. Falsely characterized and over-amplified the sentiment. Now, mere proceedings against the remaining assets discarding the liabilities of the bankrupted USA Corporation for the ephemeral and enduring republic of we the people is what's up. Uh, proprietary code language C plus then relating uh, through coercion of unsuspecting coders, typically white male, is cause for class action lawsuit against AT&T for carpal tunnel syndrome and tech neck. Use of C mandated by some then is seen to be, I don't know, some kind of captured option 
of unsuspecting and naive computer science students corralled into pens, economically under duress, forced to use C+. Can I phone freak you in the key of F? It's dead. It's all dead to me. Collect calls to AT&T dial star 91. The obsolescence is observed. A dusty payphone. Once functional approximately one or two years ago. Ooh, nice flip-flops. I was just kind of looking for some of these. Accepted for value. Thank you. But yeah, without smugness, I mean, all reference then to all option code and whatnot. It's all comedic. Even the smugness. I was saying earlier, though, about how this is all just like a sad comedy routine. Because the captured nation-state, the corporation influence, the bankrupt procedure, is still operating ad hoc at large constantly. Swipe left, monopolized like a Jew in charge of three dating sites at once, uses oppositional shadow banning against the Gentile to prevent breeding. That's why they don't like me on OkCupid. He may have said abstractly to himself in a fictional option of cognizance, Good Pimp John comes to town. By the way, this is all going to be available at PI Division of... uh, what is it? NFCF ACTS. NFCF backend procedure towards them. What is most desired signal? Increased numeral in account manifested by agents or MGMT of NFCF ACTS. The conjured signal then most desired by many investors and others is numerical increase as hierarchically defined between zero and infinity above positive coefficient input of fungible fiat or crypto asset token or otherwise that then nets asset in spendable unit usually related to USD currently in North America, although maybe related to pound, sterling, or Canadian dollar, or New Zealand dollar, and uh, yuan, remember, yen, Deutschmark, golden kroner, discrete units of silver jewelry, gold jewelry, actual diamonds, other assets, fungible, tradable, wealth. I mean, damn, it's really optional. It's really fucking optional whether or not you have a gold tooth or a cyanide capsule. I like Peaky Blinders. It's like the crackhead Katie said. What did he say? I like, I like turtles. That wasn't the crackhead kid. I like funny motion pictures. 
NFCF, negative free cash flow, seeking purchase from Netflix, Amazon, BBC, using New York Board of Government grants against Gentiles of North America or state financing from royalists, Toryists, or others at BBC, seemingly to be the most likely not source of alpha, but monetary spendable to motivate cast and crew then NFCFACTS seeking pounds sterling yeah it sounds ridiculous but at one point or at some point the disintermediation circus will come to town where the most cost effective and cost cut cord cutter skinny bundle is now a zip file I don't even think I need to zip through mega dot New Zealand Regardless of what happened at Christchurch, I wonder, because Podesta showed up, Chelsea Clinton showed up, and then the veritable shit hit the fan. And what was that one guy? But recycled recycled zealotry and faux white supremacy rhetoric copypasted into manifestos in the cloud war as attested to by Daily Beast, but denied by Jim Watkins at 8chan. All digital online manifestos are suspected to be false. If Christchurch was real, it's almost arbitrary. Cloud war and control over live streaming then, and the interest to support complete control of motion picture psyops constantly, why would they want Facebook Live to exist? So it's almost like Christchurch was an attack against live streaming accessible by Gentiles. In fact, they said that they're still having a hard time capturing the Christchurch replication, yet the idea that one million Gentiles uploaded this death snuff snuff film shortly after Christchurch is an unbelievable figure. And unless analysis into that source of allegation is provided, it's to be denied. The rational, logical expectation that that is true is currently denied. All cloud, memoir, allegations from Atlantic Council, DF Labs, Red Eye, FireEye, Cloudflare, paid off IPO, to be denied. All Atlantic Council signal related to Grossi Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Adam Schiff with law enforcer acronyms that took time to create. C-L-O-U-D or whatever act invented ridiculous modus operandi backronyms evidence of ridiculous and captured servants of NATO Gladio trickster silly fools making up funny names for their boondoggles what's the other one? Dream Act? they all have backronyms it's like the evidence of tomfoolery and when one has boondoggles galore, one has time to create backronyms. I don't want to say, look at me. I have time to make acronyms. But I think there's a big difference between acronyms and backronyms. That'll be more thought, though, for the future, wouldn't it? Do you disagree that there's a big difference between the creation of acronyms and backronyms? Backronyms involve taking a word and then making a modus operandi out of it, a mission statement coming out of a word that looks good. Acronyms, on the other hand, are functional modus 
or motive for forward operational with after acronym declared for unique stream functionality. That's a big difference, isn't it? Big being a word.